Hey, everybody. Welcome. Steve Woolenhouse. I'm your host here at Anatomy of Success. Glad you joined us this week. Nine ways to be sure perfection won't make us less successful. Let's get started. Welcome back. Again, this is Anatomy of Success, and I'm your host, Steve Wollenhouse. Welcome. Here for the first time. Glad you found us. Been here before. Glad you keep coming back. Hope you're getting some benefit. Tell some friends so they can hopefully get some benefit as well. Subscribe to the podcast that allows us to keep you notified as future episodes are released. And then if you would, please rate, review the podcast. Head over to weatherology.com. Grab the Weatherology mobile app. Find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram at the top of my personal personal page under about us at weatherology.com. You know, our culture is enamored with success and perfection is often celebrated as the ideal attribute of high achievers. We worship accomplishments, exceptional talent at the expense of celebrating balance and the ability to just relax and take it easy, coast at times. Productivity is the ultimate elixir for getting things done and we neglect personal health oftentimes and relationships as we strive for professional excellence. And I've seen it so many times. Research from the University of British Columbia indicates a plethora of mental health issues associated with perfectionism, including depression, by the way. To be more efficient at controlling perfection, we should adopt a more realistic mindset about doing excellent work. It starts by being practical and focusing on optimal work, not perfect work. George Orwell said this, the essence of being human is that one does not seek perfection. Now, I'm speaking from personal experience because for many, many years, perfection was something I was proud of. I would announce it. I'm a perfectionist and I strove for perfection. Very difficult to run a business when your standards are perfection and you hold yourself accountable to that standard. And then the people you hire are also held accountable to that standard, which is unrealistic. I wasn't a great leader, a great manager in my 20s. I was so driven, obsessed with perfection. And I'm telling you, it can really get us into deep trouble. So here are nine warning signs that we might be a perfectionist and we may need to pull back a little bit. Number one, recognition. Realizing we are working too hard and the cost is affecting other critical aspects of our life is the first step. Using hard work as an excuse to deteriorate physically, mentally, and personally isn't conducive to enhancing our happiness. We have to appreciate the delicate balance between hard work, working a little less, and being more efficient. That's the key to curtailing our perfectionist mentality. Number two, defensive. People that wrestle with perfectionism highly regard their own opinion at the expense of valuing other people's opinions. Approval is fundamental to maintain self-esteem. Criticism isn't easily accepted. <laughs> so if we feel incredibly defensive, we might be a perfectionist. Learning to take criticism in stride can help us improve our relationship with success and encourage better work. You know, I understand that a lot of people don't deliver criticism well. Sometimes the delivery is flawed, but even if that's the case, we can understand and appreciate what the person is attempting to convey and try not to take it personally. Working on being less defensive really does work to our benefit. Number three, critical. Ironically, perfectionists love to criticize other people despite their inability to accept negative feedback themselves. 
They are eager to measure themselves against everyone else that challenges their superiority. The reason is simple. They have high standards and hold everything else and everyone else to the same unrealistic expectations. Number four, and interestingly enough, procrastination. Perfectionism and fear of failure are interrelated. This deadly combination often leads to people procrastinating. Perfectionists procrastinate because small tasks seem benign and unworthy of exceptional work or attention. So they don't give it the attention it needs, and we all know those small steps matter. However, getting started is paramount to success, and every single small step matters. Writing a book requires writing each day before that masterpiece is finally completed. It's a process. I've done it. But that's an example of something that looks ominous in the beginning. But until we get started, nibble at it every day, we don't make much progress. You know, we can choose to be perfect and admired or be real in love. Number five, guilt. Feelings of guilt, very common with perfectionists. We always feel like we're falling short of these big expectations that are impossible to achieve. Standards are so high, so unrealistic, they can't be maintained. And we impose those expectations on other people. And quite candidly, folks, it ruins relationships professionally and personally. And the result of that guilt, we feel guilty. This incessant supply of guilt leads to negative self-talk that can easily destroy a positive, optimistic frame of mind. We got to slow down. We have to journal our thoughts and begin appreciating how to regulate that negativity and that propensity to be negative and conduct that negative discourse that can drive us into feeling guilty. You know the pattern. You do something you feel shameful about, and then you start to rehearse this negative noise in your head that reaffirms you're a horrible person. That's guilt. We have to stop, and we have to write, and we have to meditate on what's happening and appreciate we can reverse that trend and move in a different direction. Number six, what I call under attack. Many perfectionists believe their work is so important, so essential that any mistake is going to result in a flagrant attack. Maintaining that belief often leads to disappointment. And then lack of resolve culminates as we become demoralized with the idea that if we don't do perfect work, that somehow whatever we put out there is going to be the subject of ridicule. We become demoralized when that happens by minor setbacks, those trivial little bumps become insurmountable hurdles. And then we fail to develop the perseverance and tenacity necessary for success. And this happens a lot on social media. People reach out to me all the time, afraid to put their work out there for fear that it's not perfect and it will be judged harshly. We have to step away from that, get away from that negative discourse, do good work, our best possible work, and don't worry about the people that may come by and say horrible things, realizing that oftentimes that's the product of their own misery, misfortune, and unhappiness. And we can't take that stuff personally. Next, delight in failures. Sounds like an oxymoron. Well, perfectionists often find satisfaction in the failure of other people, is my point. They can't resist celebrating someone's failure because it provides temporary reassurance that what they're doing is so much better. It's a boost in their self-esteem, and it gives them some sense of satisfaction. We feel better about ourselves when we recognize other people's human fallibility. The problem, that leads to feeling guilty. 
We have to learn to celebrate other people's success or at the very least, just ignore people we don't like for whatever reason and don't participate in the negativity of feeling compelled to judge them at the expense of elevating ourselves. Next, afraid. Strangely, perfectionists are often afraid of risk. Their diligent work and attention to detail creates a steady stream of ideas that never get implemented. Why? Because they're afraid to fail. Because failure would be catastrophic in their opinion. It's the fixed mindset personified. The result, many perfectionists don't take calculated risks very well. But the only way to improve, we have to start taking more calculated risks. And I use the term calculated, as you know, because that basically implies that we are evaluating the risk very carefully, not jumping into something emotionally at the expense of doing something detrimental financially, emotionally, physically. We weigh the pros and cons and contemplate the consequences of our choices. And finally, rejection. Perfectionists fear rejection. Approval is so important it becomes debilitating. As a result, perfectionists resist taking any risk at all that may invite rejection or criticism. Standards are so high, expectations so high, we feel that we will become the subject of critical judgment, not to mention the harsh judgment we impose upon ourselves. We have to get past the propensity to feel rejected if our work isn't perfect. Drew Barrymore said this, when things are perfect, That's when you need to worry the most. You know, I hope you benefited from these nine things that we can do to be sure perfection isn't going to inhibit our success. Glad you made it here this week. Hope you enjoy these brief episodes. Every week we enjoy spending this time with you and appreciate the time you spend with us. So thank you. This is Anatomy of Success and I'm your host, Steve Wollenhouse. Until next week, let's stay focused, let's stay positive, and let's stay optimistic. Optimistic.